Hello and welcome to What's the Call podcast. I'm your host, Dimitri, and uh, with me, I have. You got Chucky Brisk. You got AJ Frost. <laughs> AKA Frosty Skates. AKA Frosty, Frosty Hoops. Hoops. Frosty Skates. Frost. <laughs> Frost and the ground cuddling on the couch now. That's um, right. Too Frosty, too Furious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and thank you for listening to the part one. Now you're listening to part two. Do it. That's how you do it. Top stories. Top stories, let's do it. Anybody got? Tops. Yes, top stories. This weekend, this past weekend, guys, we had the biggest sports matchup of the year so far. I'm not talking about the conference finals. I am talking about the European Handball Championship. And we had Spain. Going against Sweden. And, and a nail biter. And a nail biter. I don't think either team led by more than two goals the entire time. Shout out to uh, Facebook for allowing me to buy it for 99 cents. Such a very good stream. It was a great quality. And I tried to get commentary. I was surprised. Um, so I called it. And my shout out of the week goes to Nikos Ekberg from Team Sweden. With about three seconds left into the game, scores tied at 26-26. He, I don't think he did, but one of the Swedish players gets fouled. And in case you're wondering, yes, there are foul shots or penalty shots in European handball. So Nikos Ekberg steps up to the line. No time left on the clock. Home face once, shoots, scores, wins the game, wins the European title for Team Sweden a day Last second penalty shot. Fire. 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 So I from how from what I learned, from what I learned, every two years they do the European Championship. The year in between, though, is the World Championship, which is mostly just Europe anyway, because they're really the only ones that play it. But there's a few other random countries in there, like Qatar is in there. I think like uh, Argentina, Brazil are in there. Uh, the United States does have a shot at okay. some point uh, later this year i don't know the exact dates uh united states will be going against i think maybe seven other teams uh in the north american region and uh, north america is given one spot in the um the place the world cup or world championships through the handball we gotta go against uh canada and mexico i think some of the caribbean island countries and somehow greenland Greenland is put into our region. Okay, I can they'll, see that. They'll, they'll probably <laughs> win. Because <laughs> I think it's, yeah. a, it's a very Danish sport and Greenland is part of Denmark. And, w- and what was the final score? 27-26. Sweden. 27-26. I, I actually did try to find a stream. I, I told you where the stream was. I did, not want, want, I did not want to pay 99 cents. <laughs> Um, I was even taxed. I, I was cleaning the apartment. I did not want to pay for something I wasn't even going to watch. I was going to have it on the background to listen to. Um, but I did look to see if there were any leagues that we could join. I did too. One guy emailed could... me back. He really? asked if we Yeah, I think it's in Queens. I'm not exactly sure of the details. He emailed me back earlier today as oh. if we had ever played before. I said not since gym class in like high school, and what? And, and he hasn't responded. <laughs> so I don't know where that's going. What is, go. 
Fucking what's the over under? What's the over under? He doesn't respond. He's he's not responding. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was surprised to get an email though. Yo, I don't think the Long Island your, League is around anymore. I think that's the problem. Just, so I catch us in your catch us in your local. Uh, yeah, I bet you there's a big handball community on the low. Like, it's a cool sport. I mean, it is. It is. It's very underrated. I remember playing I, in. A I think school, the Americans that camp. It was fun. I've been saying this for years. I think the Americans would actually be amazing. We have so many great basketball players, and I think it would just a lot of it would translate so. We have well. a lot of great athletes in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think there's also just so many other like outlets. I think. And I think that one's probably less taxing Across. too. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I think I think you're right. I think we're missing out on, on untapped markets of sports, which I don't know. We I don't be, know why. We could be the cool runnings of Team Handball. You know, those guys went to. I I, I got you. I'm, I'm, and they I'm, were I'm, like, I'm trying. I'm hey. trying to just picture it. Yeah. And shout out Jamaica. I think they're actually in the bobsledding this year for the first time in a while. Out to the Olympics, the Olympics. Mm, which are starting yesterday. It started, yeah, already? So. Yeah. yeah. They haven't done the official opening yet, but some some of the um sports have what? started. Some of the right pl- now? preliminary rounds have started. No, oh, I don't want to watch that. Um, but how do we feel? How do we you feel about watch? the Olympics, guys? What I do we think? I love, love it. The, I love okay. the Olympics. How do we feel about this Olympics? I winter? love the Olympics. Winter, or are you just saying it like I'm feeling about the 2022 Beijing Olympics? I don't know. I are you gonna get super political right now? I yes, just, he's about just, to just, just 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 a little bit. Oh my god! Why do you have to ruin the Olympics, man? I, I ruin everything. All right, go ahead, ruin ruin it real quick. All right. So my thing is, I don't think it really snows in Beijing. We need like some winter Olympics. You need some snow. And also, the Olympics were in Beijing in what, uh, 2008? 2008 was the Summer Olympics. Mm -hmm. How are you able to host both within just a couple years of each other? Like, it should be spread out a little bit. But then the last two Olympics were in Tokyo and Pyeongchang. Which is Korea and, and Japan, which obviously I know are different countries, but it's the same area of the world. How did that area of the world get three in a row? Who cares? I don't understand. It doesn't mean anything. What does it have to do with anything? So, you wanted to hear in America because we can't find a spot for play. What, put them in Salt Lake City again? Did you no. do that? Actually, that's not terrible. But my thing is so maybe that's what the Winter Olympics. How many uh, countries host, in particular the Summer Olympics, and then spend billions of dollars hosting it for a couple weeks, and then all goes to shit as soon as the Olympics leave? Every country loses so much money hosting the Olympics. My thing is, especially for the Summer Olympics, let's just find one of the Greek islands and turn that into an Olympic village and always use that, at least for the Summer Olympics. Okay. I mean, I don't know what you want us to say here. I, I don't know, Chuck. Well, then I, also, <laughs> admittedly, the China, China's had a lot of political issues. Yeah, but nobody yeah. gets money. That's that's the issue. Well, but that's the said, thing. That's why. Well, he's saying either way, they're going to go in debt 
afterwards once they're gone. Yeah, no you country I mean? makes like, money off the Olympics. It, 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 like it's a lose lose essentially. Well, Beijing did twice. Oh, no, I don't think so. I think they probably are still losing money, but China is a very wealthy country, so they're able to take the hit. They'll take the uh, political points from hosting a world event such as this, but they'll lose you know, the, the money. They'll lose finances. Every country does. Rio, when they hosted in, what, 2016 in Brazil, lost so much money. Athens in Greece, and I think in 2004, lost so much money. So you build you entire find, villages find for nothing. I'm finding, yeah, I find one spot. Probably and they just the keep going there forever. The Greeks invented the Olympics, and then that's where they host it, at least for the summer. Winter, maybe not as much. Maybe that can move around a little bit, or maybe oh. just host that in Switzerland. Hey, great so, so, so we're gonna pick and choose these rules. Is that what you just said? Some yes. could stay in one spot, I'm but pay, winter, I'm eh, the winter, do whatever you want. Okay, no, my, I'm fine. That mine for the winter should be. Um, Germany, uh, Switzerland. Switzerland, historically neutral country, great for winter sports. It's really in the middle of the civilized world. Wealthy country that can afford to host the Olympics. Maybe it's a pride thing. Maybe the country is like, oh, it's 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 oh, it a, uh, it, it's an honor to host the Olympics. Yes. And that's how absolutely. they look at it, and that's just how it is. Yes, no, it is absolutely a pride thing and it's a political thing, but financially, the, the people of these countries are getting screwed. The poor people and in we all getting screwed. Lost, got screwed so bad with the Olympics. Eight billion people on this planet getting screwed. Are you kidding me? Come <laughs> Why are we picking this battle to be the, the, the one I'm we fall on? This, this, this is an unnecessary battle, Chuck. But look, look at where some of these events are happening. Oh, like I said, in Beijing. Beijing is trying to, the Chinese government is trying to take over so many countries in that area. They're committing genocide to the Uyghurs, who are the Muslim population in that country. And then we had a, we had Winter Olympics in Russia, as well as the FIFA World Cup in Russia, with these terrible human rights. And now later this year, in the winter, we're having the World Cup in Qatar, because they have oil money, but absolutely no human rights, and built all their stadiums using slave labor. All right. So why well, do we keep hosting these I, events in these bad countries? Obviously, I cannot downplay anything that you're saying right now <laughs> because that's just not right. So I'm not going to. I'm just going to not say anything <laughs> so you can stop. <laughs> my, my last point is, this isn't anything new. In 1936, the IOC put the Olympics then, the Summer Olympics in 1936 in Berlin, Germany, and let Hitler host the Olympics. So this is nothing new. IOC is taking the money. They're letting author, uh, you know, these dictatorships run these because they know a dictator government uh, is able to just do whatever they want mm-hmm. and host these events and build these things and not give a shit about the political points that they may lose because of a poor economy. So I think there's just too much corruption. And that's why it should just be set places to kind of get rid of this IOC corruption and, you know, FIFA taking money under the table to host events in certain places. So are you boycotting not the to, Not to mention, not to mention all the COVID <laughs> that happened in China. So so are you boycotting the Olympics? I am probably also, very scaled back. You should also boycott FIFA then, but you don't, you don't choose You're to do that. Right. You don't choose to do that. You I put mean, money I haven't had it. I haven't okay. had the chance. 
Okay. The World Cup hasn't happened yet. Have I watched it? God knows how many streams you you paid for to watch. Okay. Yeah, what was that handball event taking place in? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think think it was Budapest. Yeah. What what impoverished country held this this event? Oh, the the Euro uh, handball. I'm pretty sure it was was in Hungary. I think it was Budapest. Might have been Vienna. Talk about ruining the feel of the Olympics starting this week. But, but but this but this is this does ruin the feel. There, I'm not the only one who thinks things like this. It, it's probably worse in FIFA than it is with the IOC. I want to tell you this right now. When I watch Sean White do a triple <laughs> something, I'm not thinking, man. I really feel bad for this country in two weeks when they have to go back to nothing. I don't feel that way. And I'm sorry if that comes off insensitive, but I, I can't live my life like this, Chuck. I can't. I know. I know. I Your rants are now affecting me. I cannot, I cannot live my life this way. So I'm putting a, my foot down now and saying, we're going to move on. Instead of talking about the Olympics, we're going to wipe away and we'll talk about them next week. Well, What's okay, the next fine, topic? Fine. How about, no, how about we? All right, we can talk about the nice part of the Olympics. No, no Olympics talk. I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated. What? Talk about the NHL All Star Game this weekend. I'm frustrated. Go to that. I, I want to talk about how Michaela Shifley and Chloe Kim are going to dominate in their sports in the Winter Olympics. I, may, I like maybe how I'll Dimitri's watch staying out of this right now. Very smart. I definitely very am. Smart. Definitely am. I'm probably not going to pay much attention to that. I, I don't want to. I'm not saying Chuck is wrong or anything. He's not but... wrong. He's not <laughs> wrong. But this isn't the place for this. I don't understand <laughs> what's <laughs> happening. We told him this is a sports podcast. This is a sports, sports podcast. You just brought up 1936 Hitler. What does that have to do with what we're doing the right Olympics now? Were there. So I'm saying this I, I, I understand. That was like 80 years ago. This what are we might, talking about now? This might what be our most replayed about? episode ever. What are we talking about? The whole the whole world was in shambles then. The whole world's in shambles in shambles now. It doesn't matter. The same shit's happening. I'm still gonna watch the bobsled. I'm still gonna watch curling. All right, that's that's the Olympics. The curl the curling was one of the ones that did start early because they have like preliminary rounds. So you're missing out already. Oh my gosh! Go put on peacock. Some peacock is through the roof right now. <laughs> Oh wait! Do you know what's a new event? You, you did. You did change the little color. You did. Uh, did you see this one man bobsled now? Why are we still talking about this? I, I I'm not even. But listening. I'm trying to bring up the parts in the Olympics. I'm not even going into it anymore, Dimitri. You could take over any Olympic talk with Chuck. I can't. I'm not. I think they're doing a lot of the events on uh, on Peacock, which I know you have because I know you watch Royal Rumble this weekend. Also on great, the peacock. Great segue. Let's let's do you know that. Me. You know great me. Segue. I like the segues. My Which God. Royal Rumble. Um, on peacock. I thought the Royal Rumble was a letdown in certain yeah. ways. Um, Wait, the whole the whole event or just like um the whole event. The rumbles. The whole okay. Interesting. The, the whole event. It's my favorite show of the year. So obviously my expectations mm-hmm. are much higher than a normal paper. Normal pay-per-view, I just watch. It's fun. I have no expectations. Yeah. Regular Royal Rumble, I do have expectations. And mm. I think for an, another year where the women should have main evented the pay-per-view, the women's Royal Rumble the, was way the, what, better. What? The Royal Rumble. The women's Royal Rumble was, I thought, you know, had more storylines, had more things yes. going for it that made sense. And, you know, I actually predicted I Ronda Rousey came back after mm-hmm. almost a three-year hiatus 
um, and she's back and she won it. And it was, it was cool. It was a cool moment. You know, we never knew she was going to come back. So that part was cool. The men's yeah. Royal Rumble was so predictable because of what happened earlier in the show. Mm. Um, you know, Roman Reigns beat the crap out of Brock Lesnar after the Bobby Lashley match, which was ended up being a good match. Um, yeah. I really wish they like fought and wrestled legit. Like, I really want to see some UFC, like the two big dudes. They could always come back to that at another point, but it was almost like it was almost like written in the stars about what was going to mm. happen. Like, and I didn't like that predictability. I, Royal Rumble is supposed to be unpredictable, and the fact that I kind of oh, knew how things were going, and even like Nicole knew how things were going, and not that she like she's you know she watches time to time, but for a casual fan to like realize what's happening, that's how you know you're. Not hitting hitting your mark, but I would give it probably seven out of ten. I enjoyed it. It's hard not to enjoy it. It's still fun. Um, you still don't know who's coming out at any moment. You might know who's going to be in it, but you don't know. It's it's still a fun event. I had a great time. Um, it was actually helped with the the snowstorm we had. So past time and on Saturday, I I really enjoy a good Saturday paper. Sunday, I feel like. I watch it. I go right back to sleep yep. and work. And I'm I'm out. I'm you know mm-hmm. I'm up. Yeah. I'm animated on Saturday. I, I enjoy it. The only reason why I liked it on Sundays is when I was in school, and then you could go to school the next day and be like, "Yeah, that was a topic of conversation True. all day Sunday, oh, all day Monday." But uh, the Saturday true. move is good too. Saturday move is good. Saturday I'm with Iron cool. on this. I liked it on Saturday. So that was a great idea. I'm sure they'll probably start doing that more often. But yeah, it was cool. I, I so, you know, it, it is it is what it is. You know, it, it, like I said, expectations weren't met, but mm-hmm. I had a good time watching it. And that's all that matters. You know, as, as long as everyone on Twitter going crazy and hating on it and shitting on it, I mean, you can't please anybody, right? It's, it, yeah. It's not meant for the hardcore wrestling fans. No, it's meant for um, a more casual fan. It's meant for casual fans. Think about it. Royal Rumble sets up WrestleMania. They mm-hmm. want to see the big stars. They want to see Ronda Rousey. They want to see Brock. They don't want to see like internet wrestling darlings like AJ Styles. Yeah. They don't want to yeah. see. They want to see people that are like their name is bigger than the company. Because that's what brings tickets. And WrestleMania is a yeah. two night event, Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. So they need two main events and people to come in and they're in um and Dallas Stadium was AT and T. Yeah, yeah hundred thousand yep. seat stadium. That's oh, two hundred thousand yeah. people in two days. They have to fill it out. So you need the big yep. names. So I can't fault them. Yep. That's why I'm not upset. No. And my was, only thing but it was good. So so me as more of a casual fan, um, I love when they bring back some some people, some legends, some of my I don't know. Some of them gets me so excited. Like Lita was my favorite growing up. So I think it's wild that she's going to be in the uh, Elimination Chamber coming up against Becky Lynch. Very cl- conflicted on that. But some of them came out and it was, uh, I don't know, like they just didn't do them right. Like Ivory, when like, Ivory came out for like a second and got eliminated. Like, I get it. She's like 60. But like, she was maybe really don't old. bring her out if it's like, you know, like, like a joke. Like, <laughs> 
That 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 was the only thing that had bugged me. I thought like they did a little bit with the women, because even the men's when they had like uh, Johnny Knoxville in, like I think he you know threw a punch at AJ Styles, and I think it was actually kind of a real punch, by the way. Like I don't think he faked that that well. <laughs> I think it. I think well, AJ Styles. Really but AJ Styles can him. take a punch from. But he yeah, also really hit him, and they yeah. they all really like you could tell that they like hit him a little bit harder because it was Johnny Knoxville, um, which I also appreciate. Like if they're gonna be in the match, like make it real deal. Shout out to Bad Bunny, who was also yeah, that's what I So, so Bad Bunny came out, and you know, like you think like that time, like, like I don't know, quote like a joke or something, but no, he he was legit. He, he was I saw doing his highlights. Shit. I saw his highlights. It was yeah, it was, he had some moves. Something it wasn't about since it was him. last year, but Look, you know. yeah, something about him. He definitely like enjoys it, so I I, I have to respect it. You can tell he's a it. true fan. Yeah, that's hundred percent. So yeah, good show. Um, this is a good show. Uh, this weekend, our big show will be the NHL All Star Game. Um, they're doing the the four divisions again: um, Atlantic, uh, Metro, Central, and Pacific. Uh, each team, I think, has maybe like thirteen guys, if if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see most of the big names. Nathan McKinnon is hurt, so he won't be there. Um, but this is actually, I think, it's also in Vegas. So same weekend, Vegas got the NHL All-Star game and the NFL All-Star game. So that's me interesting. That's cool. Um, and they have like the events, you know, the night before, uh, sharpshooter, hardest shot, fast skater, um, things like that. I think Conor um, McDavid's in that the fastest skater. Conor part. McDavid's one. Oh, the fastest skater part. Yes, he's also the captain of the Pacific team. They are probably the favorites to win. Um, Alexander Ovechkin, captain of Metro. Ooh. Austin Matthews, captain of the Atlantic. Uh, Nathan McKinnon was supposed to be captain of Central, but he's out with concussion. So I believe Joe Polvisky um, from San Jose is taking over as captain for Central. Um, so it should be good. A lot of yeah. lot of new guys in it, which will be interesting. A lot of good young guys. Is it um, three? Is three v three? Yes, yes. They're doing the same as they have been. Um, you know, one period it's gonna be Atlantic and Metro. Second period it's gonna be Pacific and Central, and then the third period is you know like the finals. Like whoever won. Saturday, the West, it's Saturday or is that that on Sunday as well? Uh, Saturday. No, this one's on Saturday. Saturday. All right. I'm definitely watching. Definitely watching. Yeah. Shout out cool. to uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Jordan Eberly from the Seattle Kraken. He is in the All Star game. Representing the, of the franchise, nice. Yep. Uh, so that'll be it. And then the yeah, Friday night um, is going to be the NHL All Star skills. And oh, it's, uh, it's, it's eleven guys, nine skaters, two goalies per team. All right, cool. That's yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to watch. I I probably have to watch. All Star game is a good one. I like it. Yeah, I like definitely. The, I like the NBA All Star game, which I think is in a couple weeks. Um, that one's actually one of my favorite. I don't know why. I love that one. It's probably I think the most, most legitimate about, one is it's probably, probably MLB. The most, yeah, it's probably the most talked about All-Star weekend for some reason NBA yeah, is. They have great skills competitions. Um, and it's just it's just fun basketball, you know. Yeah. yeah. And besides besides the dunk contest, there's name actual stars in the three-point contest and the skills. Yeah. So that's what Even I think like, that's like the Rising Stars games is fun. The, the Celebrity All-Star game is always a good time. Celebrity All-Star Kevin game. Kevin Hart made that so legit. I love the Celebrity All-Star game for NBA. Yeah, it's it's a good time. So that's, you know, that's in a couple of weeks. We'll talk about that. 
Yep. Uh, you know, big Dimitri over here, big time in us. You big know, he's, us. he's a radio radio uh, enthusiast now. Yep, he's on the Michael K show. What happened? Would you talk to him about? Um, we were talking about Brady's legacy, um, and how where he fits. Uh, I think it was what it was. Would they say Babe Ruth was number one or something like that? They kept going back. Uh, Don said Brady was number one. Um, so, well, as, as far as uh, goats, I mean, it's tough yeah. to compare different sports. I, I think I would say, I think I'd go Babe Ruth. To be honest, I mean, his numbers are getting passed now, but his numbers at the time were just so unheard yeah. of. Nobody was in sixty home runs this season. Nobody was in like ten. Well, he's in more home runs than entire teams were. Yeah. Well, the question really was, uh, I think it was who. In what sport is it e- most easier to win a championship? Like, uh, like what, like team sport? Yeah, like, is it easier to win a championship in the NFL or baseball? Um, oh, between those two, I would say baseball. NFL, there's so many different players and so much more going on. I'd say mm. the more players on the team, the harder it is to win. And then they went so. from basketball and the NFL and it was just a good conversation because people had like were coming on with their own um but I said I think it's easier in football because you know it's, it's just one game you're playing it's not seven mm. games mm. um you're not playing oh, a that. um you're putting the ball in baseball you're putting the ball in maybe three pitchers hands a, a day um uh, a, a series depending on how long it is and you're flying back and forth from the cities going back. So that lags on the players a lot too. And so, so for basketball, um, pretty much the same, same thing, but um, yeah. So it was just interesting conversation. It was, it was pretty cool. I think basketball is probably the easiest. You think so? Yeah, I'm just I trying guess to the, the talent wise, right? It's the same talent. Because well, if you have one guy, let's say he scores forty points a game, chances are, and you all and your supporting cash is through like little, you know, eight points here, twelve points here. Chances are you'll probably win. If you're a quarterback and you play your heart out, like most recent example, the Bills, and the defense gives it up, and then you lose, you could only do so much. In basketball, mm-hmm. you know, mind you. It is still hard. I'm not trying to say it's not easy. Like it's it not you know hard. It definitely still is. I'm just saying if you take the whole wide spectrum of it, well, baseball is also like what seven months and 160 games and playoffs and it's a it's taxing. And plus, like mm-hmm. your one impact isn't like yes, it could save the game, but like even if you have a shitty game, it's, it could also not impact the game. Uh, so, so what I, I called what I called and said to actually. Um, what I said was, um, I think the only way you could settle this debate is going back to every championship um, for each sport and see who was the season, uh, who had the best record in the season. Because if it's usually like if, you know, the Lakers have the best record and they win the championship, it's kind of like the shoe-in victory mm-hmm. so if you know 
um, the Patriots win, the Patriots then beat the Giants in no way, and they had the best record. So is that a deterrent to that? Does that make football harder? You know what I mean? Patriots are just really holding on to that 08 Super Bowl. Well, well, they had one. They had one after that, but the it's, it's I guess it's that one game impact. No, I'm just right? saying because because yeah. the Patriots it, it, were undefeated. It's, it, it's the one game impact, right? Like if you are playing the seven game series, you crap game one and two. You could also come back, change, adjust. All right, so we were talking about Brady and, you know, Dimitri's going to leave us for the Michael K show any day now. Um, you know, that conversation is now going to be a huge debate for the next few weeks, I would say. Well, things are kind of now on a, on a little, not, not a hiatus, but things are a little slow right now. Brady, I mean, the greatest, I don't know, I, I, I definitely don't want to say athlete because he's not the greatest athlete. But he might the greatest. What do I say? The greatest player, quarterback, footballer, uh, professional winner, sports greatest player, sports <laughs> team sports player. Because you can't say athlete, right? There's better athletes. Correct, Brady. I agree. But in regards to like, I guess major sports, you know, I re- I saw something here from John Heyman who said, so now that the Brady retirement is official, who had the greatest career in the four major North American team sports? And he ranked it number one, Babe Ruth, two, Brady, three, Gretzky, and four, Michael Jordan. And I feel like this, and then he also put, you know, you know, you could also throw Kareem, Bill Russell, LeBron, all in that kind of conversation as well. But um, that would probably be the four. It's just a matter of ranking them. And also, I don't yeah. I didn't want to admit it because I said I was thinking about Babe Ruth all day when we had our chat in the, in, the, in the group chat. And he really does hold up, man. I looked that up like all his stats. I looked up all his like all the stories that people have of him. I mean, they're saying that he probably hit like twelve hundred home runs. Like not re- like not re- like all together but something obviously like 500 of them just weren't recorded and like mm. other mini leagues that they would play throughout the year um he, it might hold up man i don't know but brady too seems weird but do you the only thing that i could say is how lucky we are and i don't know if like we noticed this but I mean, I seen two in their prime. Gretzky, I didn't really watch in this prime, but you got to see at least those just two on the list in this prime. And you got to see Gretzky play. So that's kind of a big thing, I guess, right? A big plus for us. Yeah, I mean, for sure, right? We we got the chance to witness greatness. Maybe not in person, but at least like on TV and stuff. And I, I, I just feel like Brady's that. I feel like Jordan would have to be higher than Brady, just for the sole point that he didn't lose. Mm. And Brady has lost a couple times when it counted. In the finals. 
And I feel like that would have to play a, a play a factor. Ooh. And that's what that's the that's the factor that plays between Jordan and LeBron and always will. Like LeBron will always be two because of those reasons. So I feel like it would have to be the same factor for um for the greatest of all time, I guess. And Gretzky, I would say, probably has to be up there as many, well, maybe two. How many championships Wait, does Brady? Gretzky has have? four, right? Uh Gretzky uh, is a four or five. He might have five. And he was undrafted, which I think I looked that up. He was undrafted and well, played for 20 years, and Gretzky, he was a young guy. Gretzky's a little different because at that time, there wasn't so much drafting going on in hockey. So basically what happened, he um, was playing for the Indianapolis Racers, uh, part of the uh, WHA, World Hockey Association, mm-hmm. in uh, the late 70s. Um. And he was there for a little bit, but it was like right at the very end of the WHA. So they folded. And I think like right before they folded, the owner sold his contract to Edmonton, mm. which is, it was basically his, uh, you know, the team he kind of wanted to go to. Um, so yeah, so that's why he was technically undrafted, but he, he, he would have been drafted had he not, you know, left junior hockey to go to WHA, then WHA folded. I mean, he played from 79 to 99. That right there mm-hmm. is – but also, Beirut played 20 seasons. Um, so you have Looking to it up now. take that into consideration. But Gretzky probably could have kept playing. Because hockey, yes. hockey's a little different. Like, there's guys well in their – not well in their 40s, but, you know, older guys that are playing still and probably could still play at a decent level. I don't know what his stat – like, how he was towards the end. Chuck, was he still like as dominant? Um, let me see, I think so. Because at the end, he played for the Rangers, uh, you know, more so just that's what he wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, being Wayne Gretz, he saw decent numbers. I'm looking right now. Yeah, he was still averaging a point a game, more than point a game his last couple of seasons. Uh, but yeah, he finished with the Rangers, played a couple of games in St. Louis before that. Um, but he'll always be known for his time with Edmonton. I mean, he won, I think it was five cups. I think I did just look it up. Uh, no, sorry, I was wrong. Four. He won four, four with Edmonton. Right? I think they won one before him or, or like right after him. Um, he did bring the LA Kings to the Stanley Cup finals in 93, but lost. Um, but that really helped him getting traded to LA, is really what helped spread hockey because that was something had California being legitimate mm-hmm. and you know, that led to San Jose and Anaheim. Um, so his, his impact on, on the game also it, yeah. play a factor. And he's won he won nine MVP awards. I think a lot of people don't realize that that he's won nine MVPs. <laughs> I don't I don't think anybody else has ever done that. I know definitely not in hockey, but I don't think in any sport. Yeah, I don't think any sport in nine that's crazy. Nine is really- nine out of his twenty years. Yep, bro, almost hit fifty percent on MVPs. That's crazy. <laughs> and also, he would have played a little more. There was a there was a strike season ninety four mm-hmm. ninety five. Uh, there was a half season. Mm-hmm. It. What year did Jordan come in? He didn't play twenty years, did he? I think he might have just missed the cut. I think he came in what, like eighty four, eighty five. Yeah, eighty five. Came in. And he. I mean, he took he took years off though, so he wouldn't have made. Never he mind. took two years off, and then he took a couple. 
he came back in with the Wizards, but at that point he already lost years. Yeah, you know what? That might have that might be the accurate thing. That I'm might not... be that might be the greatest could have been careers like greatest what if, what if have careers of all time. Because the fact that he took off in after ninety three. He left for two years, came back 95, and then won 96, 97, 98, and then left 99, 2000, and then came back 2001, I think, in 2002. Because yeah. he was still a great player in 98, and he said it in the in the uh, last dance, Chuck, I don't know if you saw it, but... Um, <laughs> He said, I, uh, how, "How long was it? Yeah, I don't have that much time." If, if they seconds. said, if they, he said, if they had offered him another year to try to do it again, he would have definitely went for it, which is insane. Because you just won the championship, how do you not go for another one? I don't know, and who knows if he would have, if he would have won. Yeah, that's the because that right there we don't know so many arguments, right? The LeBron argument now gets more dicey. It gets interesting because, mm-hmm. like, what if what if they didn't make it like two more years in between and they lost both? Who well, knows? they would have they would have won against the Spurs, who won that year, the next which, year. Which year? Ninety nine. Yeah. Well, also ninety four, um, ninety four, ninety five was the Rockets' years too. Yeah. Who knows if like. They could have taken out Hakeem like that. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know. Yeah. What's crazy is, is that would have changed everything. Like, everyone talks about, like, LeBron losing so many finals. Yeah, but he made it to 10 straight. That shit doesn't happen. But no. that argument would have been able to be different. Now that argument is still, like, it's it's, it's fine. Because yeah, you don't even know. Jordan could have made it to 10 straight. He could have. He could have. He, he had we the chance know. to. We don't know. You know what? So, I, I think – I'm, I didn't know Gretzky had nine MVPs. Yep. I feel like then you would have to switch Brady and Gretzky then. Gretzky would have to be two. Mm-hmm. And Jordan might have to be four just because he, he left a couple times. I think mm-hmm. that whole I think that takes points away from him. I think it and, does. And he didn't, right. tw- he didn't have a 20-year career. Brady, 20-year career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a more Gretzky physical sport, Ruth. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Babe Ruth was – the crazy stats about Babe Ruth was he was he had a heavier bat. The dude just ate hot dogs and drank beer all day. Mm-hmm. But so did his competition. He was not in good shape. He wasn't, and, and it was crazy. Neither his at, competition, though. Yeah, and, and you look at yes. like some like some of like the, the stories about him, and it's kind of you know it's hard because like you said, we didn't see him. They said you know yeah. hit like six hundred foot home run over here and hit this and. So, numbers are like numbers are very construed. Like during that time in the Negro leagues, you had like Josh Gibson, who was like the you know, arguably the same as Beirut. Yeah. And even his numbers, like, you know, obviously there's there's, there's not a, a stat count on it, but um are skewed. roughly this are rough are skewed and are roughly the same. And then I thought I was like, what about Hank Aaron? I was like, Hank Aaron's numbers uh. have to be better than Babe Ruth, but you know what? Babe Ruth did what Hank Aaron did in like 3,000 less at-bats, which is kind of freaking crazy. 
So yeah. the one of the things about it's, it's Hank insane, Aaron, man. It's insane. Hank Aaron was so consistent for like what mm-hmm. 24, 25 years. He played a long time. Could have probably played a little longer had he not had to start a square in the Negro leagues. Um, but he yeah, he never had like 50, 60 home run seasons. He was just constantly mm-hmm. throughout his entire career, always um being above average home run hitter and mm-hmm. just the leader that's maybe cool. second place because he kills him on hits but he also had like three thousand more at bats like he hang out had like 3700 hits and Babe Ruth didn't even have three thousand hits mm. so you just take those factors and but then you look at the the full spectrum of it like i didn't i was like when i was looking i was like oh hang out stats are better but then i saw the games he did it in and the appearances and i'm like I mean, did it he played a long time? He did it under the amount of time he <laughs> did in 25 years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yo, two, two, two interesting things about Big Root that I'm looking at it and realizing. So he only, he, no, I'm not saying only, he has seven championships, right? Three are with the Red Sox and four with the Yankees. Nope, you could probably, you would have to Google. Babe Ruth Red Sox in order for him to see to see him in the uh, Red Sox uniform, but you know they always equate him to the Yankees, and he won three championships in Boston. It's because that curse, though. That and curse he played. Fate. He played he twice. Them. He t- he played twice in Boston, not only for the Red Sox. He played for the Braves Boston after Braves, the right. Yankees. So I think that's interesting that he's just in the Yankee. And he only has one more championship with them. The other thing is that's true. You never hear the Red Sox like talking right. clean. Yeah. Kind of, he was originally from Baltimore. And the other interesting thing is, um, so the Hall of Fame has been shit apparently forever because not yeah. only did Babe Ruth get voted in, but he got voted in 95.13% of the vote. <laughs> The same yeah, thing. Yeah, the same that's, thing with Hank Aaron. So the same thing with Hank Aaron. It was. I think I read it earlier today. It was like four hundred and like sixteen votes, something like that. And he had four hundred and like eight. And I'm like, who are the, the assholes? I didn't vote. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like this. Sorry, how... I hate that first ballot thing. Oh god, it's the fucking. Uh, I just thought it was like vote ninety five point thirteen percent. Seriously. Yeah, Stupid. that was what uh, 1935 or something. Thirty six. So, you know, there was some bitter-ass writers back then, too. You know what else they did in 1936? They put the Olympics in Oxford. Oh, my <laughs> God. I, 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 as soon as you said 36. Way to come full circle. Oh, my God. As soon as but you listen, said it. There's a great photo of Jesse Owens in Nazi Germany. That's fair. Yeah. Very, sure. very iconic. So, good stuff That's that sure. came out of there. Um, yeah. Well, kind of. Not. There's did you a see lot that Jesse there. Owens movie? Yeah, um, great oh, movie. That, that was a good movie. Better than the Kurt Warner movie? We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Probably will be. <laughs> I don't know. 76% of Rotten Tomatoes. That's such a pretty good. Yeah, that's that's pretty, pretty good. And IMDb is 75, and I trust that one more than Rotten Tomatoes. Because so, bench because bench warmers is like 12 on Rotten Tomatoes. So bench warmers is one of the best movies ever. So I mean, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you know, you know, I find interesting. When we're talking about the, you know, the gold talk. Two of these guys, Gretzky and Babe Ruth, were sold by their original teams. 
like it, I'm not even talking about uh, Indianapolis. It, the reason he went to LA, Edmonton was bankrupt. The owner of, of the Edmonton Oilers is bankrupt, and he basically he got traded. You know, they, there was a couple of players got exchanged, but he basically got traded for money. The Edmonton Oilers traded Gretzky for like a million or so dollars. I don't remember the exact amount, but it was essentially a money deal. Wow. That's crazy. And the same thing happened with Babe Ruth. He got sold to the Yankees because I think the Boston Red Sox owner lost money in like a Broadway play or something. Like he tried to like produce a play that like flopped or something like that. I don't, I don't oh know the exact details. So it was very weird. But how much did Babe Ruth get sold for? Do we know? Hundred thousand, I want to say. Because a hundred, because you know, back then, hundred thousand, you're you're Rockefeller. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If you're also owning a baseball team, you're, yeah, you're probably a little wealthy. I mean, the 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 Babe Ruth movie. Oh, John Goodman was Babe Ruth, right? In that movie, or no? Yes. Yeah, I think. Okay, so, so uh, he sold them to the Yankees for one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in cash and three hundred thousand in loans, which oh, which he used to um, uh, finance his Broadway productions. So he started a Broadway. Started the Broadway. Okay, so it was a four hundred twenty-five thousand. So you're telling me if the Broadway thing didn't happen, Babe Ruth probably would have stayed with the Red Sox. Probably. That's crazy. That right there is crazy because we could, you know, the what ifs in sports is always. Wonder what the name of the play that he tried to start. Nineteen twenty. How much is that money worth? Cause that's crazy. Like, what if they he didn't need that and he didn't have to sell Babe Ruth to fund yeah. that? The Yankees would have lost at least four championships if Ruth wasn't. Well, maybe I don't know. They uh, absolutely, they still absolutely no, absolutely. Think so? Yeah, no. There's um, like think like think about like the Red Sox Yankee conversation that happens now today about oh yeah, you know we killed you all those you know, blah blah blah. That conversation is like a different conversation. Hmm. Absolutely, and without it's that worth happening, about five point nine mil in today's money. And with and with that happening, wouldn't have gotten fever pitch with Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore, <laughs> which kind of predicted the championship that year. But so it would have wiped out a whole movie from it. that movie's rating is that, That's a great movie. I love Fever Pitch. That it's movie actually. Movie. That the Red Sox was supposed to. They had to rewrite that movie because the Red Sox was supposed to lose. And it was going to be like, yeah, it was going to be like, oh, yeah, they lost, um, you know, but love conquers all. Um, but they won, and they were like, uh, we got to rewrite the end of this. But with, crazy but which how makes they got it, to be on the field with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to write a movie for that. For yeah. the next, for the that's why, I think that's why I like that movie so much, because, like, it happened the same time. Like, it didn't happen, like, 10 years later where, like, they talk about it. No, no. It happened as it was happening. So, I, I love that movie. I think it's such a fun movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Shout out to the Red Sox. Except for the, when they beat the Yankees, come back from a 3-0 deficit. It's crazy. Man, that's not talked about enough. I feel it's, like it's, that. It, if that it right, wasn't for the freaking that was the first ground ever rule double, the ground rule double, it, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. Yeah, that Fever would be a whole different movie. Yeah, that was the. Thing. It got a six point two rating on IMDb, by the way. That's not bad. 
That was uh, the first time that's ever happened in baseball history, I think, in the playoffs, like mm-hmm. ever, which is crazy. Yeah, let's 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 clap it out. Shout out to the 2004 Red Sox fans. <laughs> they were stacked. Uh, yeah, and, and, and then the Let's Yankees, did, and, and, and then and then the Yankees did what they did. And they tried to poach, they poached Johnny Damon. They, made Johnny him shave, they shaved off his beard and cut his hair. And it was like, all right, you're a, you're a Yankee now. <laughs> In typical fashion. That's also, good. I want to give a shout out. If you're talking baseball, I want to shout out uh, on this day in 2008. Johan Santana signed with the Mets, making him the league's highest paid pitcher, six-year, $137 million. Um, he didn't really – I mean, he, he had a couple of good all-star seasons for us. He gave us a no-hitter then pitched 10 games after that, and his whole career was derailed by injuries. So very unlucky guy. One of the – honestly, people don't talk about how good he was in the early 2000s, man. Well, he was Where on the Twins. Oh, the twins, that's right. Oh, my God, man. He had two I, – I, I'm telling you, they they robbed him of a Cy Young in 2005. He should have had back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Um, but I don't think they wanted to do that. He was the man. So, shout-out to Johan Santana making big money, making history like 13 years ago. I still got my Johan Santana jersey wear it every year. Shout-out to Big Poppy. Not only is he in the Hall of Fame now, but he was also in – Fever pitch. Yo, big poppy, man. Speaking of, I saw an interesting um, little tidbit on him. Um, there was a Seattle Mariners like event with the uh, the one of the pro double uh, A double A uh, teams, and it was Ken Griffey Jr. and Alex Rodriguez, and they said, "You get your two guys." Um, from Seattle, and we'll go up against their two guys from the double-A team, mm-hmm. and we'll see who can hit the most home runs. Ken Griffey went up. He couldn't hit shit. He hit, like, two. Alex Rodriguez went up. And this is beat. now, right? No, this is no, this is years ago. Okay. This is, this is back in, like, 98, 90. I'm about to say, Ken Griffey's still hitting home runs now? God bless no, him. No, no. This is like 9897. Okay. And they lost to a young kid named Big Poppy. Oh. Big Poppy was on the minor league team and ranking them. And I seen the video. I never seen him so skinny in my life. He was mad skinny. He wasn't big. Not even, he was a big poppy. No, he, he was, was just, he was he was slim poppy at that time. It was David. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, was, it was good. It was cool. It was like uh like I never knew that, but David Ortiz was the one that beat Ken Griffey Jr. and Alex Rodriguez in their prime prime in the home run derby challenge. So maybe that's why he got the first you think so? Of- think that was I think it? so. I think the writers just ate that up and loved that about him. So I mean, I mean, they everyone's always loved, him. and that's funny because like, it's crazy. Alex, Alex Rodriguez is not in the Hall of Fame, but he is. <laughs> Yo, and honestly, I think A Rod would have been in if he didn't lie the first time on sixty minutes. Mm. If he told the truth straight up, 
and not do a whole stupid interview. And he, he did to Bill Clinton. If he, but he didn't like. Chuck. I, I feel <laughs> the lie on sixty minutes. He he did the whole Bill Clinton. I did not inject <laughs> anything with the needle. <laughs> like I just feel not like, like I just feel like it could have changed. Like he probably still wouldn't have gotten in immediately because it's all stupid. But he would have gotten. I mean, he's going to get in. You think so? I think I, I, I think, think all I I well yes, but I think I think he will only because Bonds and Clemens we never got a verdict on it, and the fact that A Rod said that he did, he will eventually be forgiven. I would say in like two years, and then he'll he'll get in. My brother wants to take my dad up there. Um, yeah, I think the Bel- yeah, I think Beltron's gonna get in first ballot too. And and just because like I was looking at his like full full stats like one of the best switch hitters to ever do it and postseason stats and everything shit he's probably gonna get in first but Manny Ramirez I was looking back at some of these names Manny Ramirez should be a Hall of Famer too if we're talking wasn't wasn't there also some rumors of him with steroids yes, yes. Look at his, but look at yeah, his postseason look at his it's postseason rumors. numbers are David Ortiz too David Ortiz. And that's what yes. helped him. Ortiz, that helped him because he batted like 330 in his postseason career and mm. like had like 20 home runs, like some shit like that. Like, but I think I look, Manny Ramirez is arguably the most, one of the most clutch players. And yo, remember when he came back? Like, he was the Dodgers. He, he might have the, 99. Yeah, he had some of the most clutch at bats of all time. Yo, that 99 jersey transformed him into a crazy beast for like that short period of time he was in LA. It transformed him. I mean, he was already a, he was already nice, but like I'll never forget. Yeah. It was like 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 you said, it, every absolutely like every at bat that was clutch, like that was like a like a clutch moment could happen. Mm-hmm. He would come up and just he was ice, ice. He's like ice in his baby. He didn't feel nothing. He knew crazy. it was gonna happen. Very crazy. There's um, one player you guys could strike out of all time. Like, like we think we could strike them out, or we would want to strike them out. No, like if you had, if we had, like, if we had the stuff. <laughs> yeah, if you had the stuff, and you're like, yo, you're gonna strike one player around. Who would that player be? It have to be like a legendary player. Uh, That's like. Uh, I don't know myself, so I'm thinking of yeah, someone I, I I'm thinking of someone I hated as a player. Yeah, that's actually what I was thinking. Uh what's his name? Uh oh God, who's who's the guy that broke uh Tadada's leg with the dirty side? Oh, Chase Utley. Chase Chase Chase, Utley. Chase, Utley. Chase Utley. But he's not getting struck out. No, he's getting, he's getting, getting beamed. He's you getting beamed with the ball. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's it's different. That's true. I did hate Chase Utley. Honestly, it's crazy how I always say like I Ryan Howard is one of my favorite players. That Phillies team, Jason Worth, Shane Victorino, Jimmy Rollins, all those fucking assholes could all have gotten oh, striked out. Like, oh, God, I hated the Phillies, man. But Ryan Howard, man, I don't know what it was. I just loved his swing. And I was like, man, this guy's the real deal. But everyone else, I hated all of them. Yeah. I'll check out Tim Tebow. Uh, that's ah, – come on. 
Oh, sorry, no, actually, no, Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Even lower. Yeah, I'll, I'll strike out Russell Wilson. <laughs> I, I, nah. I, could probably, I could probably do that now without the stuff. He's been out the game for a minute. Give, give him three months. <laughs> give him three months. Three months. That's all we ever need. Nah, he's a pro athlete. <laughs> give him three minutes. <laughs> One baseball swing. All right, I'm ready to go. Knock the cobwebs <laughs> off. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I also want to give a shout out before we close up. I want to give a shout out to uh, Becky Hammond, who became the first WNBA coach to make one million per season. Some players are not happy about this. Um, give a shout out to Elizabeth Cambage. Cambage, uh, she's on the, you know, she's not. She's saying basically, why would I want to play for WNBA when coaches are making four times as much as the players? And she has a point. Um, we can get into it further on another time, but I think we're going to close up now. Um, it is an interesting story, but on the same day that, that Hammond got her contract, um, this came out. So very interesting stuff. And I also want to say this right now. Um, it's Black History Month. I want to highlight a Black player. I want to highlight um, – I'm going to start off the month. I think I'm going to do this every – every episode that we have in the month of February. Shout out Dwayne Wade, obviously, number one, um, the GOAT. On the greatest shooting guards of all time, number three, and the, best, and the third best shooting guard of all time. And he's number three in my heart, all right? We love you guys. <laughs> and you heard our call. What's yours?